What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 156 of Land Parties from the Las Vegas Review Journal and Blue Wire. I am your host, Lucas Agan, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Ryan Smith. Ryan, you had a little bit of a busy couple days, looked like a lot of fun, but how was your weekend, my friend? It was fantastic. As we talked about last episode, we celebrated Las Vegas Inferno Day here this past Friday. What a fabulous turnout by the community. Uh, Folks from Las Vegas, folks came out. I mean, there was a line around the building almost uh, for folks to come in and see Logan Thompson. There are professional dancers there. Uh, there it, It was just absolutely, absolutely amazing. Uh, I wanted to toss this video up real quick as well. Um, you know, just a, a great showing. Lots of events. There's a tournament there. I, I walked in and got put into a Modern Warfare tournament, which I lost the first round. GG, Sean, uh, y- you got me. Um, but overall, this was fantastic. And then we went over to uh, uh, to Player One and and continued the festivities over there. So, Overall, not only that, but then uh, the the Land Fest and uh, View Sonic, they're united by play. That was a fantastic tournament uh, out there. I believe it was actually, I think it was the, I want to say the Starlight Foundation that won it. I could be making that up. I'm trying to quickly look to see because I know I, I had met folks from, from uh, multiple teams uh, and whatnot out there, but it, I mean, it, overall, it was just a great weekend being in Vegas. Um, you know, we had CES going on as well, so there was a ton of people um, out there for for that event and everything that was going on there. Uh, overall, it, it, it was a great, fantastic weekend. And then I chilled and we cleaned and did laundry and stuff yesterday, so we had to we had to get that in as well. What about you, my friend? How was your weekend, brother? My weekend was good. Yeah, you know, you're right, Ryan. It was a, a crazy week for uh, Las Vegas. Uh, CES looked like it was pretty close to pre-pandemic numbers. Uh, probably not mm-hmm. quite, but a lot more than last year. Uh, so uh, being a Las Vegas local, that's always nice to see that show kind of get its its uh, legs back under it uh, for real this time. And, you know, it looked like a great celebration for Inferno. looked like a great turnout. Uh, by the way, I totally spaced on mentioning this the last couple weeks uh so i totally did get pokemon scarlet for christmas and oh yeah, nice any, anybody that said that game was bad you're all crazy like <laughs> you know what <laughs> that game's so great you know you guys you're all crazy i love that game so <laughs> not that i'm biased or anything but no no it's it's a lot having a ton of fun with that so um yeah Pokemon's still strong in my book. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was Starlight uh, Foundation that ended up winning the tournament. Uh, again, that was a very it, it was a lot of fun. People were just out there having a great time. Uh, there was multiple things going. It's always nice being able to get into the community and have these kinds of events uh, where you have these kinds of turnouts. Um, absolutely fantastic. But moving on, we've got news. There is a ton. Of news going down. Uh, lay it on us, brother. What, what are we starting with here? Well, first, uh, we've got some news for PlayStation sales. 
their CEO, Jim Ryan, said they have surpassed 30 million units sold. Uh, and probably mm. more importantly, he believes that the PlayStation 5 shortage is done or is about to end for people. Uh, so it should be a lot easier for people to get a hands-on uh, a system if you haven't already and you still want to. Uh, thank goodness for that. Uh, 30 million, yeah. solid, solid number, of course. And Ryan, uh, I think most importantly, obviously, like I just said, uh, if the shortage is indeed ending, uh, it's about time. Yeah, it definitely feels like it is. There, It is a lot easier to get a hold of these. I mean, you don't even really have to be on the waiting list or anything like that in order to get one. I was able to go on to the Sony website and uh, pick one up for my dad. Uh, no problem. So, you know, it, it definitely feels like it is. I, I, I saw some other interesting news, too. I saw that they're going to Microsoft is actually going to be increasing the prices for their Xbox Series S in India. Um, so it's interesting that we're seeing some of these moves like that. But 30 million units in a pandemic is when it launched. Sony is still strong in, in terms of consoles. And we know why. They have those exclusives. They have those games that make people want to pick up the system that you can basically only play on their system. Now, we know that they've been opening up a little more in terms of... um just allowing games to, to port over to PC and stuff like that. So PC players are at least getting the opportunity to play some of these exclusive games later down the road. But I mean, this is PlayStation strong suit. This is why they, they have those kinds of numbers It's because they have those first party games that you just can't deny. So regardless with the shortage, with the pandemic, they are, are still killing it in terms of sales. So that, that is absolutely huge uh to to be able to see them doing that kind of stuff well i i can't remember uh, what was the other thing that you said oh just that the shortage is being over like that, that yeah oh right um, right 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 that's I, right I will kind, say, of, kind of tied them together <laughs> i will say it is nice to see that uh, obviously we've seen both uh xbox and playstation kind of take different strategies uh obviously mm. with microsoft going player games anywhere on anything that can run uh at least through, through the cloud and sony is still kind of locked into the hey you know we want you to buy into our system and our hardware specifically and you know by all appearances it seems like both strategies are paying off for both companies uh, so that is nice to see that uh there are multiple paths to be successful still oh yeah absolutely and i mean again you just can't deny and and it's hard to be able to deny them that because it works it has been working it continues to work i'm still curious to see you know what microsoft does if they are able to acquire activision blizzard that's obviously going to be huge but we should be seeing things coming out of Bethesda. We know Arcane's got Redfall uh, coming up as well. So, I mean, that's going to be a huge, huge co-op. Day one, Game Pass. Like, once they start releasing some IPs. But, I mean, the biggest thing is that it's not really Microsoft. Microsoft's just buying up these studios as opposed to them directly having an in-house studios that they are cranking out content. And I really feel like that's the big difference between Sony and and Microsoft is is really the, those first party IPs, but I, I would say, and this is this has been a long time coming as well. And I'm curious to see what some of our accessibility friends 
have to say about this, but Sony has announced their accessibility controller. And you're you're saying earlier, it's crazy to think that they haven't had one before this. It's like, what 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 have you guys been doing? Like, it, it, it's hard to believe that you know this coming out is is going to be a first. Uh, for them, and again, I, I I mean within this generation, I don't know if they've had stuff in the past, but this is an interesting concept, and I'm curious. You know, again, I I would love to reach out to Brandon, uh, my friend Lex. This is the reason why she doesn't play PlayStation anymore. It's because the controllers kill her hands. She has arthritis mm-hmm. in her hands. Um, so I'm curious to see if this is something that is going to be huge for her and will allow her to at least consider, hey, maybe I am going to get a PS5 now or be more in a hurry to get a PS5 now because this control will allow me to be able to play it. Um, Obviously, this is a huge win. Gamers come in all shapes, forms, sizes, whatever. Uh, So the more people that have the ability to play, and this seems super customizable too. It, It seems like a very... You know, just looking at it from a traditional controller, I don't even really know what to make of it Um, (laughs) just because I don't know how I would utilize that. But again, there's so many people or shoot, even uh, even Travis, too. Um, You know, he's another one that I'd love to be like, hey, is this something that you will be able to utilize and and come in and this will make playing on a PlayStation easier for you? Also, I'm curious to see if there's other designs that they have or other things in the works, or is this just going to be a kind of one and done, here you guys go. And, and you know, I, I, I really would love to know what kind of back end work went into this uh, for them, you know, to come up with this design and, and everything like that. But no matter what, this is a W to the accessibility community and folks that want to be able to play PlayStation. Hopefully this will allow them that opportunity to be able to play it. Yeah, for sure. You know, it uh, it is uh, certainly unique looking. And uh, like you said, Ryan, I would love to hear from some of our friends uh, on what they think uh, about it. Uh, and it's heartbreaking to think that like, there was a, a, a non-insignificant population of, of gamers that didn't play PlayStation games or just because they couldn't. And so, mm-hmm. like, this has been a long time coming. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that this was a great first effort. Uh, obviously, you and I are not the ones that would be able to tell or say. Right. Uh, but hopefully this kind of opens up that library to gamers who have always wanted to dive in uh, to PlayStation's library. Uh, and and uh, hopefully this is just the start, right? I mean, it's... It's uh, it's taking them far too long, but that's okay. The fact is it's here now, and it's nice to see uh, the major platforms uh, really start to, to do more and back up their talk about making their games uh, more accessible to everyone because they should be. So uh, thank goodness. Yeah, well, I noticed, too, that there's a couple of joystick models it looks like as well. So I'm hoping that they don't go a nickel and dime route and, you know, each piece of peripheral or whatever costs X, Y, or Z. I'm hoping that, you know, with accessibility, not only physically, but financially <laughs> making it accessible for folks as well is is a is a huge part uh, within that, too. So um, I'm curious to see. I don't know. Did they say anything about a price or have they said anything about when they expect this to release? I no, I don't. Def, I don't think so on price, and I don't recall hearing a release window yet. 
Okay, so this is well. I mean, it's still going under the name Project Leonardo, right? So yes, it yep. seems like this is a pretty early kind of like here. Here's a tease. Here's something that we're working on, but this might still be down the road or like a 2024 thing, uh, or or even like third or fourth quarter of this year uh, type of deal is probably more likely in terms of that. I will say if this is expensive, I really hope that it's it's future proof uh, and not like locked into to just a system uh, because right. I believe Xbox's adaptive controller you can use on last gen and this gen, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, so hopefully that's the case with this one, uh, that if, if it is an investment uh, in terms of money, that it's not locked into a single system, especially since it's coming in later in the system's life and wasn't there right at launch. Right. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll see uh, what they, I mean, it's, it's definitely a good thing. It's definitely a positive thing. We don't want to, you know, we're not trying to sound negative about it, but at the same time too, there's some serious like, wow, like there wasn't anything before that people could use, but this makes me happy that hopefully this gives people the opportunity to be able to, to play more games and, and do more things where they weren't able to uh, before. Um, switching gears too. We also got uh, the, the mobile gaming. I don't even know if you, yeah, I guess it's mobile gaming space is, is heating up with the uh, razor edge uh, handheld. Like I, I'm kind of torn about this stuff as I am with with uh, the Steam Deck too, because these things are not cheap. And and I'm not, you know, if I'm gonna get something, I'm gonna get the I want to get the the highest end of it. I right. don't want to get lower end, and then you find that like, oh man, I really wish I would have gotten a higher end because blah 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 or yada yada yada. I'd rather just do that right out from the from the gate. So the price point on these are are they're they're hard to they're a bit hard to swallow. And and my biggest thing too in terms of this is again i love this i love the fact that cloud gaming is is starting to you know they have these peripherals that we can actually utilize the cloud gaming uh because this again makes me want to geforce now has been doing a great job i use luna personally uh luna is fantastic as well so it's interesting to see this is going to be a uh i believe an android os and i don't know now and it looks like it, it comes you know steam link game pass all that stuff. Now, are they? You, they're just using a phone, right? Or no, no, no. It's a tablet. Yeah, um, it so is a tablet. It looks kind of like a phone. It's a. Um, it's like a. I want to say it's a six point eight inch tablet, uh, and then mm-hmm. comes with the, that controller that you attach to it. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of. Uh, it reminds me of like the Backbone controller. It's it kind of what it reminded me of there. That's why I thought it was a phone at first. I was like, wait, is that a backbone? Or is it like, it's like, but no, this is dedicated to just gaming and stuff like that. Not only that, but I'm sure there's going to be folks that go in. They're going to be able to do stuff within the OS and, and customize things and, and whatnot. This is, a, you know, for me, again, this is, is if you have money to spend like that, this would be a cool gadget to have. Again, I don't know how it stacks up to the Steam Deck. And what exactly the difference is. The biggest thing seems to be the fact that you're able to get into the Google Play Store and it's running off of, uh, Android OS. So I'm guessing that's probably where you're going to have some of the bigger differences uh, within the two. I don't know technical wise 
what it looks like. I believe this is supposed to drop this month, correct? It is. Yeah. January 26th. 26th. Yeah, that is crazy. That is crazy that it's, I mean, usually when we see or or we get something like this, it's like, oh, it's probably going to drop here in a couple of months or whatever. The fact they're like, yo, we're, we're unveiling this officially, officially, and it drops this month. <laughs> what are your thoughts on it, Lucas? Is this something that, that you could see yourself possibly getting in the future? It is a little confusing to me too. I'm, it's, uh, so, so first of all, the the price is four hundred dollars for a Wi-Fi only version. Uh, mm. There's a five G version through Verizon for six hundred dollars. Uh, for for a limited time, you can get it for cheaper, but it's not like super cheaper. Uh, like it's three sixty <laughs> if you add this to your plan, and then you can also get it for less than that if you also buy a five G phone. But then you're not really saving money because you're buying a new phone on top of right. that. Uh, it's like I, I'm intrigued by the concept of of a system like this. Um, however, the the price point still is a little steep to me right six hundred dollars for a 5g version is a lot of money uh mm-hmm. and i don't know that i would stream enough especially on a handheld <laughs> to to make that worth it like for six hundred dollars like i guess I'd, I'd rather just go with a steam deck because you can at least store your games locally to play mm-hmm. um which I think is is more important to me today than it is to have a a, a cloud gaming device. Uh, then part of me thinks, well, you know, four hundred dollars for a tablet that can game and is dedicated for that, I guess, isn't like a terrible deal if you go with like the Wi-Fi version. Uh, but then you're kind of limiting yourself on where you can play it, which kind of hampers the appeal of it a little bit. So I don't know. I'm a little bit confused. Mm-hmm. I, I would not buy this right out the gate. Uh, I hope it lives up to its potential. Uh, Cause I know the, the Logitech G cloud kind of had a lot of uh, detractors to it when it was released. Uh, so I'm interested mm-hmm. to see the response to this one. Uh, it, it is just taking a very different track than the steam deck. So I'm, I'm wondering if gamers are, are more embracing of, of, cloud gaming rather than a system like the steam deck i don't know man i mean everything that i'm seeing here you can do with a cell phone and a backbone you know what i mean like i couldn't and most people already have a cell phone so like i just don't see not only that but you're talking about getting the 5g so you're gonna have to throw more money you know at a monthly cost for something that you're going to be using how often how often are you going to need it or how often are you going to need it where you don't have Wi-Fi. I just have a hard time being able to swallow a $600 price tag, knowing, especially knowing that I'm going to have to continue paying on my plan for this system that's probably going to be collecting dust because I don't go outside enough to be able to eat. (laughs) And I I will say this, and, and I realize the Switch is underpowered now, but like the fact that you can get a the the Switch Lite, which is a dedicated handheld for what is it one ninety nine, <laughs> like right. like it's I, I think that that Nintendo maybe has kind of spoiled me a little bit because I I look at the Switch for one ninety nine or if you get a Switch proper it's three hundred or three fifty all of which is mm-hmm. under just the Wi Fi version of this so like yeah that's a, that's a tough pill to swallow for me price wise and. Like you said, Ryan, I don't I don't think I'd stream near enough to make this worth it. 
Nah, I mean, this literally, I, 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 I have a, like, this is, I think this is a tough sell. This is a tough sell. And I think that this might struggle, uh, out there. I don't know how long this is going to survive. There's just not enough there. And unless I'm missing something, I'll have to go back and take a look, but it doesn't seem to be enough there to justify having or owning this device when everything that you you can do on this device you can do on a phone um it just doesn't you know what i'm saying like it doesn't make sense other than the fact that it's razor you know and they're and they're going based off their name and they're using an android os but it's still just a glorified android phone uh (laughs) you know i mean like everything that i'm seeing like oh you can go to youtube it's got like a you know, kind of like a Windows uh, interface a little bit. Um, it just, yeah, I, this is going to struggle, I think, personally. And that's great that it can it can link up with your, your Steam link and stuff like that. But again, this to me doesn't seem like it's doing anything different than my phone in a backbone. I can do all that stuff on there and I just play it off of Wi-Fi or I already have 5G on my phone so you know the connection may not be the greatest or whatever but ah i don't know about this (laughs) yeah and and i know obviously these systems have been are in development for years right but it seems like like this and like systems like the g cloud were planned and then like the steam deck came along and and the steam deck obviously just took a, a much different track but the steam deck has been such a big hit that you wonder if like if Razer could go back in time, they would have been like, "Ooh, ooh, maybe if we were to try and do a handheld, we'd we'd have to like actually make a a Steam Deck competitor as opposed to a, right. a G Cloud competitor." Yeah, no, yeah, I I'd be curious to 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 see because you're right, they're probably so far along in development, like you can't just scrap what you've done. It's like, yo, we got to move forward with this. This is. I mean, for that price tag, though, it is not a very consumer friendly price tag. And in this world where mobile gaming is bigger, you've got things like the Switch, you've got the Steam Deck, you've got Logitech that just came out. I I haven't even checked out their stuff, but I've seen some unflattering uh, things about it. So, you know, it, it just seems like at this point, if you don't have something that really you know a feature or or some piece of hardware or something that makes it stand out i feel like you just get lost lost in the crowd and and this is just i mean really this competes with phones is is how i feel about it. it this is a phone competitor and it doesn't have all the functions of a phone so why why would I get it? <laughs> I, I guess, like, I guess, if you were like set on buying a new tablet, why? Like, like, why <laughs> would you even do it? It would make no. If you're gonna get a tablet, get a tablet. Then <laughs> yeah. this is this thing is is specific to gaming. And don't get me wrong, I I enjoy that. But for that price tag, you better I I can get a laptop and and do as much as this. You know what I mean. So like why it just doesn't make sense that people would go and spend the money on this. Uh, There just does not seem like there's enough there to justify that price tag where there are so many other options and cheaper and more consumer friendly options uh, that that people could utilize. I I think this is going to be a struggle. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. Uh, I am intrigued overall that like handhelds 
uh, are apparently the the new thing that companies want to invest in. But uh, yeah. I, I don't think this is it. I think I think it's more in the direction of the Steam Deck than this. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, let's take a quick commercial break, and on the back end, we got some more news to talk about. We'll be right back, y'all. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to those short messages. And now we get into some uh, stuff we don't get to talk to talk about a ton, and that's some adaptations uh, to some beloved video game series. And uh, Ryan, I'm going to just start with The Last of Us uh, coming out January 15th. So we're close. We're so close. Next week. Next week. Super. Or no, that's this week. It is. That's this week. That's this Sunday, I think. Yes, yes, you're right. That's yes. insane, insane. So super pumped for that. Uh, we did get a bit of news where Neil Druckmann said uh, that they have no plans to adapt any stories beyond the games. Uh, so if this series continues, uh, it looks like they're just going to adapt this this the the story straight from the games and nothing else, uh, which. Honestly, is a little surprising to me. Uh, obviously, we know uh, that the the games would form the basis of it, but I um I was expecting them to eventually kind of veer into other territories, maybe with some new characters uh, or some different looks into other characters that maybe didn't get as as much time in in the series uh, of games. So I, I'm a little surprised that they wouldn't try and, and spin off in some new directions. Uh, even though that the source material is fantastic. Uh, I, I would have actually liked to see them kind of veer off, uh, in, in, and not just stick strictly to the games. I think, I think that is their version of not counting their eggs before they hatch. I think they will absolutely go beyond what we have from the games. Otherwise, you're not going to get a ton of content. I mean, you could, I guess, but you're not going to get a ton of content, and they will milk it for everything that it's worth, especially if it's if it's good and it's well-received. There is absolutely no way they don't go beyond the games. There's so many different stories that you can tell, like you are saying, so many different side characters that you could start veering down. Um, there's a lot within this so i i'm just pumped to to see I, I dude i cannot wait i can't believe this is already here this looks like it is could potentially be one of the best adaptions that we've had from a video game that game was so lifelike as is so it's not a far stretch to take it from that game you know that game medium and and put it up on a big screen or or the 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 small screen i guess um they'd say since it's a tv show but if we know anything hbo goes big when it yes. comes to their shows they don't they don't mess around uh when it comes to their shows so i have very high expectations for it i and i usually don't i i try not to go into things with high expectations like that, but like this is one, this is you know again this I this to me is like one of the greatest games of all time. So if they can nail this, and and from what I'm seeing, it looks like they're gonna be able to nail this thing. I am absolutely pumped. That comes out or it comes out this Sunday from this episode, y'all. This week, this is coming out. We are finally gonna get. The Last of Us, the TV series, and I am super pumped. 
Oh man, it's gonna. I I I'm not gonna say it's going to be, but I really hope it's as good as it's looking right now because uh, it is an epic story. Uh, I'm glad it's getting the series treatment rather than like a movie because this is a story that mm-hmm. really needs to take its time. Uh, and you know, I I cannot wait for this. This is. Uh, yeah, Ryan, this is going to be so good. I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> if, just, this, if this does not live up to expectations, I'm going to be heartbroken. So HBO, don't do me wrong here. You know what? They go big. They do. They have a lot of quality shows. I'm still sad they canceled Westworld. So this is how they can make it up to me with a uh, very dude, I, good I, I saw Last something about that. I cannot believe they canceled Westworld. I, you know, here's the thing, though. I haven't even watched the, la- the latest season of Westworld. So maybe, you know, it, it did, like, I don't know. I love that show. It's, it's a fantastic show. I, I, I am in the same boat as you, dude. If this does not if this doesn't do what I think it's going to do, I will flip tables over. There is no way you cannot mess this up, dude. This series is too big to mess up. I think it's in capable hands with HBO and, and I'm just excited to go down this journey. Um, and then subscribe to our Patreon as we do our own podcast extra episodes for this particularly i'm just playing i'm playing <laughs> <laughs> but you know what else is coming out or, or what else has news i don't know how i feel about this one dude and, and i remember i can't even remember what it was at but uh we haven't heard much about the borderlands movie here in a little bit i know that and this is the first time that i've saw a, a first look and it was a little jarring for me there is new though, news though that Eli Roth uh, is 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 allowing not allowing but kind of stepped away to let Tim Miller he, he did uh, Deadpool uh, come in and uh, do some reshoots uh, over the next couple of weeks. Apparently Eli Roth is working on something else, so said hey, hand it over to Tim Miller. He can he can handle uh, uh, these reshoots and whatnot. So at first I was worried like, oh, you know, that is not a good sign if your your main director is is letting. But this seems to be uh, something that was already planned. He's working on on something else. So he just didn't have time to go in to do the reshoots. But from what I've seen, I you know, I don't know. Like, I love the Borderlands games. Um, again, I, I feel like the Borderlands games are like those OG like you want a good looter sh- looter shooter. Uh-huh. Borderlands is a game. It's got so many different varieties of guns and 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 the 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 witty banter. The characters are are crazy and amazing. I I feel the same way that you do though, especially when it comes to video game adaptions. It is harder I feel to do a video game adaption um via a film as opposed to doing it as a series where you can really let the story develop because there's a lot there's a lot in those stories, so I don't know what you do in terms of what they plan on doing for for the series. Is it something that they plan on continuing to do, and then they they move forward and do a trilogy or do a bunch of those movies or whatever? Or you know, I don't really know a lot, and I don't think we've gotten a ton of um, news in terms of it. The I'm not gonna lie, looking at the trailer though, that that. It, the that kind of it's a little jarring for me. <laughs> that was a little jarring for me. The other thing too about Borderlands that you have to understand is that Borderlands has a very specific uh, art style, it does. and I 
don't know how you don't I, like for me, like the fact that it's live action, like I feel like in an animated medium, this would really, really thrive in terms of it being live action. I'm a little more skeptical because, again, you can encompass, uh, you know, the stories, the characters, you can do that stuff. But a, a, a very big part of it is that art style. It is a very standout like hey man like this is this is borderlands you know that art style so it'll be interesting to see if they if they incorporate that into into you know those deep shadows and and stuff like that because from what i'm seeing um and it's kind of hard to tell because things are moving quickly and whatnot and the cgi and this is is rough um but <laughs> it'll be curious this one i'm a little little less excited about I will still absolutely go and see it. Don't get me wrong, because I love Borderlands. I love the characters, um, and and all that stuff about it. So I'm I'm just a little, I'm a little more skeptical of of this film and and where they're at with stuff. What about you, dude? Is this? I don't know if you've played any of the games or if this is something that you connect with. Yeah, I, I have played some of the games. Uh, I do love the series. I love the art style. I love the humor to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a I'm a little on the fence on on this one too. Um, honestly, like I, I kind of wish that Tim Miller would have directed the whole thing because I feel like a, a mm-hmm. Deadpoolish style of of comedy is is more in line with what I I picture as as a, right. uh, a Borderlands movie than maybe what Eli Roth has done because. Uh, I know mm-hmm. Eli Roth mainly from his horror stuff, and I don't know that he's mm-hmm. done, or at least I haven't seen a ton of his non-horror stuff. He's done a lot of that. Uh, but right. Tim Miller, we know, can direct action, and we know can kind of get that kind of tongue-in-cheek uh, tone. Uh, so honestly, I kind of wish he was the director from the outset. Uh, I hope it's good. I, I'm still gun shy on movie adaptations <laughs> just because uh, <laughs> they, they still run the gamut of, you know, for every Sonic, we get uh, a Warcraft <laughs> or countless <laughs> others that like just just don't hit the mark. Uh, you know, I'd argue even Uncharted wasn't nearly as fun as it should have been. Uh, and uh, so I hope this turns out. Uh, but I'm I'm not super confident that this will be a home run. Uh, but I'll take it if it's good. I'm just hoping it's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not holding my breath. Um, do we know? Do we know? Have they said anything about a release date on it yet, or is that still kind of up in the air? Ooh. See, so back when I heard news about it, I think it was just announced. Um, mm-hmm. but it's gone kind of radio silent since then. So I don't know if there's been news in the meantime that I've just missed. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of over here looking as well. And I'm not really seeing anything, uh, in terms of that. I mean, it might, it might be something that comes out later, uh, this year or possibly next year. It'd be interesting to see too, if they end up timing this, out with a new release of Borderlands because we know we I mean we had uh we had Borderlands 4 then there was uh Tiny Tina's Wonderland uh which I still need to finish I can't believe it. <laughs> that game is so much fun too and I love Tiny the the character Tiny Tina is absolutely amazing uh but yeah this is one that uh I'm I'll be I'll go in with zero expectations and just go in to have a good time 
Um, I think this is this has that good possibility, or maybe this is even something that you do like in 40x or or something like that, just to you know kind of give you a little more to the experience. But um, yeah, we'll see how this uh, uh, turns out. And we at least know that things have been uh, they are at least moving along. We've gotten a first look at it because I know before it's just been like pictures and, right. and <laughs> you know, what I mean, like here's a cast member, but you have no idea. So I, I'll be curious to see what else we get in terms of more trailers as they come along and we get closer uh, to a, a release date as well. Uh, one last note. Oh, I'm sorry. It looked like you were going to say something. No, I was just going to say, Ryan, did you ever see the Uncharted movie? I still have not. I have not. Okay. I have okay. not. <laughs> I'm just going to say one thing real quick before we move on here. Uh, when we had Nolan North on uh, way back when, he said that he yeah. would not do you know, a cameo with like a wink nudge thing. That was a lie. That was a lie. <laughs> We had a cameo in that movie. That was totally just a wink nudge cameo. Nolan, you lied to us on air. I'm heartbroken on that. How dare you? I think you owe us a new interview. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Come back on. We can we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> One last story I wanted to talk about. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Was that uh, Apple VR headset uh, has been uh, announced? I'm guessing that this will probably drop in the fall. That's typically when Apple has their big, uh, um, their doodad, uh, their keynote speech, and they do all their their reveals. Uh, I I don't know how I feel about this. I, I feel like another competitor has entered the the uh, VR space. It, uh-huh. it is starting to get crowded up in there. But I mean, this is supposed to be, you know, again. VR XR. I'm not seeing any cables or anything like that. That this looks pretty lightweight as well. Uh, this could be huge. The biggest thing in terms of this for me is that if, if you are familiar with Apple at all, <laughs> you know that their stuff is pricey. So I'm curious to see what the price point hits uh for this. It's an AR headset. Uh so I don't I don't know exactly what that means or what their goal in this is, because it's not I, I can't imagine that it's and it's definitely not like specific to games. I don't think it's just made right. for gaming and stuff like that. I think the actual I think it has more purposes to it, you know, being able to use it in a work environment. And they're really pushing for people to get into the metaverse. Uh, <laughs> like it's going to be, you know, I, I think that that's down the road. I can see that being utilized more and more, especially with these younger generations, but they are going to have a hard time getting people, you know, I, dare I say older people to buy into doing this stuff and, and working from this, this virtual space. So I'm curious to learn more about what they have going on, what their real big goal is. I don't know if this is more something that's to, to compete with meta. Cause right. that's what it seems like. It, it seems like more of a, Hey, we're going to do that, but we're going to do it even better. We're going to put our sleek Apple, Apple style on it. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious. This is this is definitely something that I want to see uh, what they have going on, because, I mean, I can't lie. Apple, Apple, they when they do stuff, their stuff is pricey, but they do stuff that that's that's it's well done, you know. So 
I don't know. Is this something that you would uh, consider taking a look at? I would look at it and then walk away from it because I, I I will tell you I will tell you if the Quest Pro was fifteen hundred dollars to me that's like <laughs> the bare minimum that this Apple headset could be and I would be shocked if it right. was only that like like right the Quest Pro to fifteen hundred dollars makes me think that this Apple headset might be two or three thousand dollars like that would not Ooh. surprise me. Uh, you're right that Apple does make beautiful products and they do uh, do their products really well. I, I think if there's any company right now that could maybe solve the comfort issue that a lot of headsets deal with, I think Apple would probably come the closest right now. Uh, mm-hmm. However, the the big issue I have with headsets like the Quest Pro uh, is like, what can they do that I can't get done on like just a regular laptop? And right. if if the answer is not much or nothing, then that's a tough sell. Like I I am a techie, mm-hmm. so like as much as I would love to have it, just to be like, cool, look at this headset. Like it's what <laughs> what's the justification? Like what can it do that I cannot get done in any other way that enhances work? Like you know, is my is my work meeting going to be better if we all have headsets and avatars as opposed to just being on Zoom? Like, I, I, right. I don't know. Uh, probably not. Um, also, because this is going to be mostly early adopters, uh, I, I worry about whether there'd be enough people to take advantage of whatever social features there are. Uh, I, they might sound That's great in theory, but if, if like I'm the only one at work that has one of these headsets, then I'm just going to look weird sitting at my desk with a headset <laughs> on. Like, <laughs> So the buy-in, I think, will be an issue for me, too, from those around me. I do not want to be the only person in with this funky-looking headset on. Everybody else is going like, dude, what the heck are you doing, man? Like, I would love to see that, though. Come on, let's make it. <laughs> Luke is just in the office. You know, what would be perfect about that is my desk is, like, in the middle of an open area. So, like, like everybody would just see me. Like, I'd just be there going, oh, look at me, people. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just doing some yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I would pay to see it. I would pay on, to see on it. On second thought, we need some review units of this. We can make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> Like we will do it. We will record it and 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 we will show you what a week of working in the metaverse looks like. In an I think I would just not tell anybody and just like one day I just have it on. Like exactly, dude. People will be like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, what, what is what is this guy doing? What what is happening here? It'd be awesome. And I think in theory, eventually, I think stuff like this is going to be utilized. More and more uh, AR, VR, XR, all that stuff. It's just not quite there where people and 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 you know again it, it depends on what the application is because I'm I'm sure that there are uh, people that are use, utilizing this technology and and being able to work in that space where it is beneficial to them. I just you know again from a a normal consumer level thing, this is way beyond what people are going to use this for and whatever the price tag is on this, it's going to be pricey. It is going to be pricey. Uh, so this will be one where we'll talk about it and never get to try out. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. But we'll try to. <laughs> do you think do you think there's any chance this is like a sub like fifteen hundred dollar device? No. I don't think so. I think it'll be I think it'll be between two thousand and three thousand dollars. Easy, dude. Easy. If you're telling me an iPhone costs <laughs> yeah. base iPhone, well, not base, but like let's say uh, the the bigger the bigger iPhone, that's at least what eleven hundred, twelve hundred dollars. There is no freaking way that this is is under two thousand dollars. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. I don't think personally. Yeah, I we'll see though. I don't think so either. Even if it, there, there's no way, there's no way I could even justify getting something like this. I wouldn't have enough things to do in there to be able to justify getting something like this. If I was doing some sort of work or creating something in there, okay, maybe I'd look at it. Even then, that'd be a hard sell for me to be like, I need this because this is going to help me be more efficient over here. You know what I mean? That would only be a lie to myself. (laughs) Not only that, but then you have, you know, HTC. They also uh, came out with their, they announced their staying alone. We had PSVR 2. They had a very big presence over at CES as well. So, I mean, this, this, this whole VR, XR, AR race is, is definitely heating up. I just feel like from a consumer level and an actual people that are going to go out and buy it, there's not a lot of people that are going to do it. I don't think not only that, but we recently had the Oculus that price went up. Uh, I wasn't there another one too. I can't remember what the other one was, but I thought there was another one that went up, but PSVR two, that's not going to be, that's not going to be cheap either. Right. You know, I, I think that that kind of does worry me as a whole is that like when the quest first came out, everyone was like, yes, you know, accessible price-wise, mm-hmm. that's that's the direction we need to go. And now it seems like everybody's like, we're going to go the exact opposite direction, and we're going to r- ratchet up the cost by a lot. <laughs> I'm like, well, this isn't right. This isn't what anybody wanted. Like, so I I wonder if like they'll get the the true techies, but if they're shooting themselves in the foot through the the mass consumer market. Because there seems to be a race into creating these super high-end systems, but also kind of now super expensive systems, rather than going back down toward trying to make this affordable. I think I think what we'll see is kind of like what we see with phones. We'll have a bunch of different versions. You'll have your pro-level versions that cost super pricey. Then you'll have your kind of middle, middle ground version. And then you'll have your low-end version. It, it seems like they are going in that direction. And so even some of the price increases, they're doing those in order to be able to fill below and then fill on top is what it seems like to me. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see multiple. Otherwise, you're right, dude. If there's something that's just specifically for tech heads, there's not going to be enough, I think, interest on a consumer level that you're going to be able to justify just trying to fill in that niche because there's so many options. And then at that price point as well, unless you're doing some seriously high-end stuff, majority of the things that those things can do aren't even going to be necessary on an on a regular day-to-day consumer level uh, uh, thing. So I don't know. I, I could be wrong too, but we'll see how it plays out. It just seems like they are going in that kind of tiered direction so that there is still a consumer-friendly option or and an option for these people. Hey, you want to spend some more money and you're actually doing some things up in there? This is the one that you need. 
Right. So we'll see. We'll see. Good stuff, though, man. Lots of lots of uh, uh, lots of news. Obviously, with CES being out here, but we got some adaption news. Uh, you know, which is which is always fun to talk about. I, I'm just really pumped for the Last of Us this weekend. It's gonna be it's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be a thing. And every you know, whenever it plays, th- that that will be a day where I'll stop. I won't miss a day, so I don't get spoilers and and stuff like that. I'll be following along uh, week by week. I'm I'm assuming this is it's gonna be a week by week deal. Or yeah, okay, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Anyway, man, what what do you got other than watching The Last of Us this weekend? How's your weekend look, brother? Man, it's gonna be a lot of watching stuff <laughs> rather than playing stuff because. A, uh, yeah. a Netflix series called Alice in Borderlands, just new season just dropped, uh, yes. and that is a, a fantastic show. If you like Squid Game, I would give Alice in Borderlands a chance. It's of a similar vein, uh, different, uh, very different, uh, obviously, in, in plot and characters, but if you enjoyed Squid Game, I think you'll enjoy Alice in Borderlands. Can't recommend that one enough, uh, and it's also an Asian series, so you know it gets some pretty messed up stuff happens. Uh, so just be, <laughs> be ready for that. But between that, The Last of Us and Pokemon, that's my weekend. What about yours, Ryan? Nice. Yeah, no, dude. Last, I, and I've heard of Alice in Borderlands. I've been meaning to uh, to watch that uh, first season. I thought it was a movie. I didn't realize it was a show until they said something about the second season. I was like, oh, totally thought this was a movie. There's a few things that I've been catching up. So I've been watching Wednesday. So I'll probably finish Wednesday here in the next couple of days because I fell asleep the first time. My daughter just like blew through the series. (laughs) So I was like, all right, I was like, I'll I'll go back and watch it. So I've been watching that, uh, getting a little bit of grind in with the Destiny Obviously, Marvel Snap is is high on the list. I found I finally found a solid deck that I've been I'm almost to level fifty now, so I'm I'm making my way up the the leaderboards. Yeah, yeah, on that on that quest to infinite. Other than that, though, man, probably uh, try to work on some more God of War as well. Trying to finish that out because I need to gear up. I I, I turn back on because I need to I need to beat Breath of the Wild. I like I can't even justify getting the second one D without having the first one beat. So I've 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 tried to work that because that's coming out here real soon as well. But uh uh busy, definitely busy, busy, but I'm gonna try to find some time to chill as well. We hope you guys find some time to chill. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget, hit us up on the tweeters at Land Parties Pod at Lucas Egg and Rat Smitty2447. We hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. And you know what it is. We love your faces.